Where's the first place you go when you want to learn more about a business? No, it's not the yellow pages and it's definitely not your grandma's phone book. The answer without a doubt is the interwebs. In this digital age that we are in, your website is the virtual front door to your boutique fitness studio. And the question is, are you rolling out the welcome mat or are you unintentionally slamming the door in the face of potential new clients? Let's make it the former, shall we? Today, we are diving into all the things that make your website effective at generating and driving sales and revenue in your business. Well, hi there. I'm Sarah Glanfield. I'm a business and marketing strategist just for boutique fitness studio owners like you. If you're ready to be inspired and make a bigger impact, you're in the right place. All you need are a few key strategies, the right mindset, and some support along the way. Join me as I share the real life insights that will help you grow a sustainable and profitable studio. This is the Pilates Business Podcast. Welcome back to the Pilates Business Podcast. I'm Saran, and I'm thrilled that you're here with me today because I'm talking about a topic that I haven't spoken about in a very long time here on the Pilates Business Podcast. Now, when I put together the topics and ideas for the things that I want to share with you here on the podcast, obviously, marketing is at the top of the list. It's what we what we uh, talk about a lot here. But we also talk about operations. We also talk about hiring. We also talk about all of the things that come together and have to work together in the ecosystem that is your business that helps you to grow and to thrive and to build the business that you really want. And when it comes to marketing specifically, there are so many different things that we look at or that I look at when I'm supporting my studio owners that I work with and helping them to build and grow their studio businesses. And naturally, your website is one of those tools that you have in your toolkit. Now, sometimes when it comes to websites, it's one of those things um, that we perhaps have worked on um, very extensively at a certain time or point in our business, perhaps when we were opening our business or perhaps when you went through a refresh of your site. And it can often be the thing that gets sort of neglected over time as we shift our focus to perhaps other types of marketing that happen in the business, whether that's social media or digital ads or Google ads or whatever it it might be that you are doing to get your brand and your studio business out there into the world um, in increasing the visibility and making sure that you are creating messaging and content that is compelling, right? But your website is so vitally important. And especially in today's day and age, we no longer are relying really on any other form of um, information um, that supports our or educates us about um, things that are happening in the world. We turn to our devices, we turn to our screens, we turn to the web to tell us so much today in today's world, right? And when it comes to your website, it really is Um, that first impression that so many people have of your studio. And we know just how powerful first impressions are 
in um, driving the perception that people have of your business. So a well-designed, engaging website is not just a nice to have, it is a must have. It, it really is the, the, the sort of 24 seven salesperson uh, for your studio business. It's where you showcase your brand and it's where your existing and current clients come to book their next sessions often or to purchase their next package, right? So whether you are a Pilates studio or a bar studio or a yoga studio owner, this is what we're going to be talking about today is going to be highly relevant to you. Okay. So what we want to do when we're thinking about your, your website and what the, how powerful it can be for your marketing, we want to um, think about how we can make it as engaging, but also as attractive as possible for the exact ideal people that you want to come into your business. And really quickly on that topic, because I, 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 I just want to sort of be super clear about something right here because it comes up a lot, so many people. Um, and that is that your business, no matter um, how amazing it is, and I know it is amazing, um, is not necessarily for everybody. And that's okay. Um, but when you get super specific about who your business is right for in terms of the type of person who is going to do really well as your client, you'll find you develop messaging that is that bit more compelling. So if when you go to your website and you're looking at your website and it's not clear who is going to be the best person to come into your studio from the what you have on your website, then you're probably a little bit too generic and it might not be as effective as you wish it could be. Okay. So think, be thoughtful about who you're trying to attract into your business with the content that you're putting on your website. Time and time again, when the content and the, the, the graphics, the pictures that you have are too generic, it actually is not compelling enough for anyone who is looking for inspiration and to be motivated to perhaps book their session or, or try a new studio. It's not compelling enough for them to take that next step. So you really want to make sure that your um, that your your studio is a living, breathing reflection of your brand, your services, your community. Okay, and you want to make sure that it is well designed and the layout is easy to um, to navigate. Um, I'm going to dive into that in a moment, um, but and also helps your existing clients to be able to continue to make purchases from you over and over and over again. Okay. So let me take you through, um, I've got about six kind of key, um, um, areas that I really want to dive into with you today that will help you to really up-level your website as a tool or as that salesperson that is really, truly working 24 seven, um, for your studio business. Okay. So first of all, before you can really, um, having a super effective website, you really need to get crystal clear about your brand. And your brand is more than just a logo and a series of fonts and typography. Okay. But those things do really matter. The visuals are incredibly important. But we want to make sure that all of those visual elements tie together really nicely with your brand's mission, vision, and values. And that really is what should be portrayed at every single 
part or every single pixel of your website. So you want to make sure that you are crystal clear on your brand values, on what your brand is all about, on your mission, on your vision and your values, and make sure that you are integrating and weaving that into the way that your website looks, the way that your website feels to a user, and obviously also the, the, the copy and the content that you are putting on your site. And you want to make sure that it is something that resonates with your target audience. And this is sounds so simple and so straightforward, but so often I find that the websites for studios that perhaps are not doing as well as they could be, it's down to um, their the ability for them to portray, to show or showcase their brand effectively on their website. Um, so it's really, really incredibly important that you're thoughtful about how you are sharing all of that with the people that come to your website and make sure that it is truly reflective of who you are and what you do and who is best for you as well. Now, We certainly want to make sure that your colors and the images and typography are very easy to read, that they are of a size that makes it very easy to skim read because we know these days people are skim reading um, pretty much everything, (laughs) it's fair to say. Um, And obviously, we want to make sure that um, your colors and the images um, are all sort of visually appealing, right? Um, So be thoughtful about that and make sure that you are consistent with the use of those colors and consistent with the style of images and consistent with the use of typography. Now, if you're working with a web designer, they should take care of all this for you, but not always. So just don't hesitate to perhaps um, ask whoever you're working with on your website to make sure that it is the way that you want it to look. But if you are deciding to go the DIY route, which is entirely um, possible with some of the tools that are out there right now, it's not as complicated or hard as it used to be to build your own site, um, then this is something that you'll just want to keep in mind. So for every page that you have on your site, you do not want to reinvent the wheel and use a different set of colors just because it might seem more interesting to you. You actually do want to keep those colors consistent. You do want to have your logo on every page because that um, repetition is actually how your studio becomes that bit more memorable to the uh, visitor to your website. Okay. So we definitely want to make sure that your brand is right there front and present on your, on your site. And it's very clear that whoever lands there is, knows they're in exactly the right place. Now, the second thing is we want to make sure that the design is very user-friendly. So we want to make sure there is a very nice flow to where you want your visitors to go on your website. And it should flow very nicely from one page to the next. It should be very easy to navigate. Um, And I think more importantly than ever before, you want to make sure that your website is responsive on all devices. And what that means is that we want it to look really good if you're looking at it on a desktop computer that has perhaps a large screen. You want it to look really good on a laptop computer that might have a smaller screen. You might want it to look really good on perhaps a a small device as well as on your phone. So that might mean that you or your web designer will need different size images, et cetera, to make sure that it does appear as in exactly the way that you want it to appear across all of these devices that some actually require different size images and perhaps different size fonts as well. 
So we want to make sure that it's responsive on all devices. It is really, um, it, it, this is kind of an, there is no real, there's no excuses these days for that. We are well beyond having, you know, a only desktop only website. This is an age where most people are looking things up on the go on their phones. So you absolutely need to have, um, a, 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 a mobile, uh, responsive design. Um, and that will also help you if, if you're working with a web designer, they will be able to do this for you again, but that will also help make sure that your web uh, your website actually uploads in a way that is speedy, right? You want it to be fast to upload. Um, I don't know how you guys are, but I know that if I am waiting for a website to load, I'm wondering if there's something wrong with my internet. I'm clicking away. I'm going over here. I'm going over there. And like, I don't have that time to sort of sit and wait. I'm often clicking back on the back back button on the browser to go back to the list of whatever it is I was looking for. And your clients are going to do the same. If your website takes too long to load because it's very, very, very graphic heavy, possibly, or for what other, there are many other reasons why that might be the case too. But if it is very slow to load, then you might be losing people in that process. And so there's lots to go in, lots of, lots of things that go into this, right? So you just want to be thoughtful about that. Again, if you're working with a web designer, that's something that they should be taking into consideration, but you will want to test this heavily. Okay. So when you have a user-friendly website, you will want to make sure that you are portraying your, your studio in a very warm and inviting way. Um, and make sure that it's not complicated or hard or difficult or challenging to book a class or to make a purchase. We want to make it as easy as possible for anyone who's new to your studio to buy from you. So we would definitely want user-friendly design. All right. Now, the third thing is obviously we want to make sure that whatever we put on our site is really engaging and really compelling. So whether that's the way that you introduce your studio on your homepage with the right messaging that shares exactly who you are, what makes you unique, the unique value that you add to the world, to describing how your teachers are so special and um, to describing your classes, um, you want to make sure that all of your content is um is inspiring and is compelling to the exact people that you want into your studio. So when that comes, when you're coming, we're coming back to that ideal client profile, thinking about what they might be looking for, you want to make sure that you are being thoughtful about what your client needs to know about your business. Okay. So they get the content absolutely must be engaging and it should showcase your studio fully. Don't hold back. Don't hide anything. You, you want to First, be aware of exactly what you want to showcase. You want to be aware of what you want to highlight, and then you want to take that and make sure that is exactly what you are sharing on your website. Okay. Don't save the good stuff for social media. People only, only few people see that. Your website gets a lot more traffic over the long term. Next, we want to make sure that you are including some invitations across your website. And what I mean by that is your website is not just sort of a static online brochure of your business. It's actually a tool that should be driving action for, to, for, of, your, to, of your visitors. You want your visitors to take an action when they come to your site. If they're just there to read, I don't know if it's really working for you. Okay. So we want to make sure that when people come to your site, they are so inspired by what you have on your site that they are then inspired to take an action, whether that's to get in touch, to book a class, or maybe to purchase a package. So you want to make sure you are inviting them to do these things with very clear and compelling CTAs 
otherwise known as call to action, um, to encourage your visitors to book that class, to sign up for that intro offer, you know, or even perhaps subscribe to your newsletter. All right. We want to make sure that people aren't just looking, that they are actually engaging with your site. And when you have compelling content and when you have a user-friendly design and when your brand is um, portrayed in the way that you know your ideal client will be inspired by, these calls to action do not feel pushy or salesy. They are actually the, the exact next step that your clients are looking for. Now, a stunning website won't do you very much good if no one can find it. And I will say this is one of, um, I think, one of the big mistakes that some, some studio owners make, which is that I'm going to build this beautiful website. I might even spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars building this beautiful website. And then I'm going to sit back and wait. And what we know is that we get very few visitors to the site when that is the case. We want to make sure that your website is getting traffic. You're getting people coming to your website. You're getting people engaging on your website. And that really is acting as that salesperson that you want it to act as. So it won't do you much good no matter how beautiful your website is if no one can find it. So you certainly want to be thoughtful about SEO strategy and incorporating SEO best practices to increase your website's visibility on the search engines. Now there are more than there is more than one, but we all know the big one. Um, and we want to make sure that we're making it very happy using specific and relevant keywords. And um, we want to make sure that all of the sort of behind the scenes meta descriptions and so on are um, optimized accordingly. And you are regularly updating content to make sure that your search ranking is, you know, improved. Um, if you're not regularly um, adding content to your site, then this is something I would perhaps consider doing. It's not, um, I wouldn't say it necessarily has to be your number one priority, um, but if it's something that you've been thinking about and you're inspired to do, then it doesn't hurt to have content added regularly to show the search engine that is alive and, and kicking a website and that people are um, that you want people to, to be sent there. So you want to be thoughtful about SEO strategies. This is really quite important. It will help you to rank in, um, your Google, in Google searches. So be very thoughtful about those relevant keywords that you need to add. Okay. Really important. Now, finally, you'll want to make sure that you are looking at the data. And there is a lot of different ways you can do this depending on where your website is built. But one of the key things that you will, that will tell you whether or not your website is effective as a website um, and is actually acting as that salesperson that we want it to act as is by checking, guess what? Checking the data. Okay. This is my, this is absolutely where I always come back to because it is just so important to, to be looking at those, um, those numbers and knowing whether or not it's working because when you know it's working, you know, it's, you're going to leave it alone. If you see numbers that don't make you happy, then you know perhaps there's a little bit more work to do. So you want to make sure that you're tracking your website performance. So you want to make sure you're looking at the number of visitors on a regular basis that have come to your website, how many people are clicking, how many, where they're clicking, what they're clicking on. Are they clicking on the things that you want them to click on or are they not? Um, or are they just clicking back? Um, we want to look at how long they stay on the website and how they engage with it, right? And if you're able to do that, there's a few different tools. You could certainly use Google Analytics to look at this data, or you can also look into sort of some of the data that your um, website um, 
may offer you and behind the scenes, depending on what platform you're using. So you definitely want to make sure that you're looking at how many visitors you're getting, um, where they're dropping off in that customer journey on the site, um, the actions that they're taking and how long they're sticking around. And then this will help you be able to then optimize what you have, right? Because and building and growing a boutique fitness studio business isn't um, something that happens all in one go. When you have a website, you're going to come back to it. You're going to edit it. You're going to refine it. You're going to optimize it. You're going to come back to it and edit and refine and optimize it. You're going to come back to it. You get the drift. And it's it, that's how you build the whole business. This is not just, just done in, in these big leaps and bounds. It's a consistent effort to up-level and refine what you're doing on an ongoing basis. And knowing where you should spend your time and focus is going to be driven by the data and what the data is telling you. All right. So we want to make sure that you are looking at those numbers on a regular basis. You can even add them to your KPIs if you have, if you track your KPIs, which I hope you do. Um, and in that, you could also be tracking some of your marketing KPIs, um, which will help. And this could fall into that category as well. So building an engaging fitness studio website is not really a sprint, but it's actually a marathon. It's something that you're just going to keep coming back to time and time again. And the ongoing process of tweaking and testing and improving will help you to evolve with your clients and with your business. Um, the website really is, especially when it's um, compelling, when it's aligned with your brand and when it is um, engaging, user-friendly, has the call to actions, has the best SEO strategy, it will become that 24-7 salesperson that showcases your brand and sells your packages and classes for you. Okay. So we talked about the importance today of brand identity, um, the need for a user-friendly design, how to create content that is compelling and educational, but also inspires action. We also touched on that crucial element of SEO and analytics. And because all of this has to work together to um, to make your website work in the way that you want it to work. Okay, so building a, this website is not about a sprint. Like I said, it is this ongoing process um, that requires a little bit of attention, a little bit of love, and a sprinkle of creativity. All right. So if you need a little extra help with putting together your messaging on your site, some of that copy and content, it's something that I work with my studio owners here inside of my programs at Spring 3. Um, and it's certainly something that um, we look at when we review the customer journey because the website is not a crucial element of that customer journey that guides your clients forward to becoming long-term loyal clients with that lifetime value that we we love that is nice and high and that keeps them coming back with referrals that we also love. So it can be the starting point of a very beautiful long relationship with new clients. Okay. So don't don't neglect it. Go and check out your website. Go and make sure that it um, is doing what you want it to do that is reflective of your business. Um, and perhaps if you want to um, perhaps run it past a fresh set of eyes, let me know. So thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Pilates Business Podcast. I hope this is helpful to you. Some inside tips on how to make your website more engaging and more effective as the salesperson you want it to be. And if you loved what you heard today and it inspired you a little, 
I'd be so appreciative if you could take a quick minute, go to wherever you're listening to this and rate and review this podcast. It would mean so much to me and would help to get this podcast out there into the community so that more folks just like you could feel encouraged and supported on their journey in our industry. Did you love this episode and want more? Head to spring3.com and check out my free resources that will help you run a profitable and fulfilling studio business. And before you go, one last reminder, there is no one way to do what you do, only your way. So whatever it is that you want to do, create or offer, you've got this. Thanks again for joining me today and have a wonderful rest of your day. Ooh.